So good morning, everyone. Uh, we are very happy to have a special guest this uh, this morning. We have uh, Gigi, who is director of solution consulting uh, for Snow. Uh, and uh, we had a conversation a couple of weeks ago. Uh, he told me about how he fell into pre-sales from a uh, from an IT manager. Um, his story is super interesting. So Gigi, congratulations on, on your you. career evolution. And um, we would like to, to start this um, uh, this little chat about how you feel about pre-sales, what you love most about it. So my, my what I love a lot is the, the point that you can uh, really sell to the customer with the power, uh, using the power of technology. So it's uh, it's really um, having and getting in contact with the customer, understanding really what are their needs, and uh, trying to uh, solve the issue. So it's really a matter not not um, not only to sell but to help the customer to give the right uh, um, input from uh, what they really need. So helping the, the the customer and not just selling. That's my that's what I love. Uh, as well, looking at the wow effect when you show something to the customer is something that I always uh, uh, makes my uh, job daily job really interesting as well. I I believe it is a, a nice uh, a, a nice way of looking at your job and just you know um, being able to bring um, value to your own company, but also think about the the value of Absolutely. the customer. And um, if you are thinking, you've been in a leadership position for so many years um, now. So if you are thinking just about your pre-sales experience, um, are there some top qualities that you can think of for a great solution engineer? Yeah, I mean uh, the, the the trust and the and the um, and the clarity, clear, uh, understanding really, uh, making a really. Strong connection in terms of clarity with the customer for me is uh, the, the the most important part. So the transparency. We as a pre-sale, uh, as the people in the pre-sale role know more than the other. That's you have to prove something. You will have to show to the customer that what you are sharing on the slide or on uh, on the chat, it's at the end of the, of the day what they will get. So first of all, a clear, uh, transparent conversation with the with the with the customer. So always making the point that this is what we can deliver this is how we will deliver it this is how the problem that we will get and this is how we solve the problem so let's make the conversation with the customer uh, on the same layer so uh, create a, an empathy situation with the customer so that's my uh what my what's my experience to be honest so really making the part making your conversation and being part of the customer challenge and is there uh, sorry john i i just i just wanted to, to ask you Gigi, so is there any way to which um you you can somehow assess that or you can somehow feel if the person um can create that level of trust during the hiring process during the hiring process uh, yeah uh, if, if let's say you need to hire a great solution engineer and yeah. you need to choose between two what would be the traits that would show that He's a trustworthy. Uh, I, I think that during the during an interview, it's uh, it's always a little bit challenge. By the way, uh, the interview is the first point where presets need to be great one because you need to presets and themselves. So yeah. um, 
I, I think that's the first point where you need to be very clear with the um, uh, sharing your knowledge and understanding which is your limitation. I will never go for someone that don't show me some uh, vulnerability, for example, because there is no one that's have, uh, that don't have vulnerability. So I like, for example, people that show me, uh, yeah, I have this vulnerability. I'm not 100% on that, but the but is always the, the concept that you, it's it's for me so important in in the uh, pre-sales world because that means that we have problem solver we can some way um try to find the right solution for the for the customer so th that's what i love even in the um when uh, a candidate have to pre-save themselves to be honest Okay. Okay. Th thank you very much, John. Sorry for interrupting. No, no, no problem. That, that, that was great. So, um, so building trust, being vulnerable, problem solving. I think, yeah, we all agree. Those are definitely. Um, in fact, from the from the survey that we carried out, uh, building trust was actually was the top competency of all of them, Gigi. So, um, so you're you're definitely the majority there. Um, so, in terms of talking at the survey, so one of the interesting findings that we found was that. Um, only 33% of uh, preserve leaders are uh, either satisfied or kind of highly satisfied with the interview training that they've received. Um, and then like, you know, 22% haven't received any at all um, across their whole career. So do you think from your experience that interview training helps you assess better these types of characteristics? You know, would you personally have liked to have received more do you feel like, do you think that the interest, the, the profession is kind of missing something with this um, or that it's quite natural and actually that managers should be able to, to kind of work out themselves how to interview the best way possible? Yeah, I think that's, uh, so uh, we have done different training on that. Uh, it's a complex world today. So you need to be trained and you need to be, um, to be very, very clear in understanding what question and how to do some question without uh, uh, be too much pushy or um, getting the right uh, uh, information. So we get some training. Uh, anyhow, I think that there is the, the the best thing is that you need to have different role and different uh, people involved in the, into the training and exchange yeah. daily, um, daily during the process the feeling. Um, yeah. So during my last experience, for example, I have. Uh, almost a daily exchange with uh, people in HR, mm -hmm. um, sharing uh, a strategy behind uh, the hiring process because it's really a strategy, but not to, to make, again, to, to create um, a total uh, transparent process with the candidate. Mm -hmm. um, because again, uh, hiring the right people, it's uh, a business for the company, but as well for the candidate. So the concept is that uh, candidates and company need to get the same great result, and that's not always depends from uh, both sides. So sometimes people are not ready for a role, or a company is not ready to get in the company that in some type of people. So uh, the 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 things that the the so I think that in my experience we are really able to fix this point because we involve different people, different layer, different perspective, and then there is uh, a check in on. Uh, every step together to understand uh, um, how to uh, how to move forward. As well, John, human being is complex. It's yeah. one of the most complex topics. I think it's not the, the most complex topic on, the, on when you have a conversation. So 
be trained. It's uh, something that is needed and is needed, uh, um, uh, I would say, constantly. It's mm -hmm. not enough to have, uh, I don't know, one training, then you'll be ready to, to handle A, B, C, and D. Because mm -hmm. maybe uh, D is already changing in six months. Human, mm -hmm. human beings is really changing a lot during this, uh, these people and uh, during this period. And as well, um, remote working, uh, it's, uh, uh, it's making even the things more, more complex. If you think about in the past, a conversation with someone for hiring someone will be face-to-face 90% of time. Now, 90% of time it's remote. Yeah. And, and even this new approach need to be adapted to the question, to the um, way of using, for example, the body. It's, it's really, uh, I mean, the word, this world is changing daily. So it's, mm. it's so complex. Mm. Okay, that's great. That's really interesting. And I think really positive that, as you say, you've been involving different people from the business and between all of you, um, making it a joined up effort in terms of how you interview the candidate. Um, and if, are you able to let us know kind of what that would look like in the sense of typically who would be the different people interviewing and how you would kind of divide up the work, what kind of steps the process would have? What's the overall, the overarching kind of strategy in terms of uh, actually running the assessment? Uh, I mean, uh, there, there is a, based on the role, there are different steps and different people involved. So it's really related with the, with the role plus the people that will work with the candidates in the future. So there is a mix uh, of components that is related, not just with the, uh, on, with the role, but as well uh, with the people that we will be involved with, uh, in the daily job with the candidates. So yeah. we try to mix both the components. And, uh, um, and again, every single step, there is a, um, a check together. And mm -hmm. uh, we decide if we move or not to the forward with the step uh, with the next step so so do you have written down before for example do you have like a list of competencies or and there's is everybody assessing so to direct is everyone then assessing uh all of those characteristics or are they divided up between no, the it's, it's divided it's divided it's okay divided. this is great okay okay so on, the, on the experience and on the things that they have to they have to check Okay, perfect. And so could you give us like an example of how it's divided up? Um, uh, I, I don't get an example at the moment, but for example, uh, the first step with the, with the uh, HR is totally different with the, uh, the list of check-in check to do is totally different with my first interview. Right. There are, for example, components maybe related with the uh, benefits that they get, the actual position, the timing uh, to, 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 to change, they need to advise before changing job. That's something that is not really related in some way. It's something that I want to know. So I get this yeah. information during after, for example, I don't know, the X step, but it's something that I don't ask to the candidate. I most, most focus, for example, on which one are the characteristic uh, that I want to get as a present in, in, in the team. Okay. Okay. Super. Super. Thank you. Um... And then a slightly separate question uh, in terms of um, if you look at when you look at candidates, where generally is your preference? You might have one that has all of the right hard skills. So they might, you know, know this, your type of solution well or um, be able to code if that's important for you, that sort of thing. Uh, or candidates that maybe will have a bit, bit, bit more of a learning curve around the solution, but kind of seem really high potential. If they're on a spectrum, kind of where do you sit in terms of what you look for? It's it's really hard, John. It's really mm -hmm. hard because uh, I would give you different 
answer uh, maybe just seven years, seven, eight years ago when there is no all the SaaS word into the software, for example. Mm. Uh, then everything was on-prem. So the solution consultants somehow need to have some uh, strong technical mm. knowledge. My feeling is that in the few, in, uh, with the, the planning ongoing, uh, uh, the needs is more related with having the uh, more a business value solution uh, approach. So selling the value of the product than to the hub skill. Uh, it's always a, a very important component, to be honest. It's always because, again, you need to trust and create the uh, transparent vision with the customer. And you can do this um, with the with, with the powerful of your knowledge in terms of technology because that's mm -hmm. create a really empathy and understanding the customer needs and problem mm -hmm. uh, but as well there is a point related with a uh, why the customer need to get my solution yeah. why now what 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 issue i can solve with the customer which which one are the benefits so more related with the value that you can bring to the customer yeah. that's my 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 feeling and um yeah, today it's more than the past important in my in my opinion. So if I look at the perfect candidate, I would say that need to have the strong technical knowledge, but need to be able to speak at uh, uh, in terms of value with the customer to to, yeah. to show the value, to to improve this, to to show how uh, the investment that they do uh, makes the result that they need. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's amazing. Thank you so much. Really, it's a nice answer. It's a pleasure. Thank you, Gigi. And um, going a little back to to the way the hiring process is uh, is going. So, uh, in our report, we found out that the quality of hire is hardly uh, measured. Like people usually, you know, say, okay, this was a good uh, good hire or not, but they do not necessarily have a specific metrics uh, in which they see whether they they hired well or not. So, do you think that? There is a lack in in the um, pre-sales world. Is this something that should be measured? And if yes, how? If not, why? Well, uh, it, it's yeah. It, to be honest, when you hire someone and you um, uh, fulfill that the 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 candidate is uh, is uh, some way doing his job well and uh, getting the right result, it's something that. Uh, maybe is not taken in consideration as a, a post job let's say uh, okay we have hired these guys these guys is good let's make this as a as a, um, uh, a standard process or let's double check what is done well and what is working well to to make some improvement in the future this is something that maybe uh need to be um uh improved uh, by the way uh um in my team, I see I see really um, once that you get the right the right people on board, then um, it's uh, it's uh, the process of growing. It's uh, really made by everyone together, and uh, and uh, this give you the the perception that you have done the right job, the feeling that you have done the right job, uh, um, that there is the same level of commitment, the same level of uh, interest, and the same level to work together to get the final result. So again, making a, a 
and having pro someone that you have hired part of the team immediately and in, in a good way give you immediately the feeling that the hiring uh, that you've done is the right one. What can be improved, improved absolutely, Isabella, is maybe to make some uh, post check to fix some process into the hiring process. So because of we get these results so good, let's take a look at what we have done and uh, how this can be used to improve uh, the next uh, the next uh, process, let's say. So this is something that, yeah, maybe should be included. Like to somehow make- At least function. from my side, uh, at least from my side, maybe our, uh, I mean, HR and uh, uh, department is already doing this, but I don't do this by myself, to be honest. It 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 is um basically just bring bringing the unconscious, unconscious sections that you you've done very well yeah. to the yeah. conscious level very very nicely put thank you. You're welcome. Um and so yeah so just and um, following on from that I think um the what we've tried to say in the report is that uh, and I think this is what you were saying basically Gigi is that in terms of looking back at the process. There's benefits to looking at the quality of hire, but not just a kind of the binary was a good hire was a bad hire, but more you know you said you have like a list of things that you're looking for before you start that makes up a great SE. Going back and saying okay, so we thought this person was an eight out of ten here, a six out of ten there, a ten out of ten there, and then kind of six months into the tenure of the person or a year into the tenure, looking back and saying actually you know this person is a 10 here when we thought a six and a six here when we thought a 10 and where we thought a seven is a seven. So looking at your process and saying at the actual hiring process and, and being able to see where you're assessing well and where you're, uh, where there's a bit of a blind spot potentially. So typically, for example, there's like a demo stage in the interview. And so if there's a demo stage, it might be that your process, the interview process is really good at assessing communication skills, presentation skills, that you're able to assess that well. But then often um, people will say that, you know, accountability and hard work and grit and resilience, those sorts of things are really important for someone to be successful long term. And they're a lot harder to measure in the interview process. And so having a look at that specific item to see how well you're measuring that. Um, and it's not necessarily about whether you should have made the hire or not. It's more about, OK, so what, 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 what's our process good at measuring and what, what's it not so good at measuring? Does that make sense? Makes sense, makes sense, absolutely, John. What is important as well, and thanks for the question, is that, for example, we are using uh, to get a reverse feedback from the, from the guys that you have interviewed. So okay. what's your biggest challenge? What's your feeling uh, a little bit uh, not comfortable? Because, you know, you have to make people out of their comfort zone during the interview, yeah. looking at how they react. So what's, and this help, uh, help us to improve this uh, this type of process, asking to the guys that was involved in the recruitment, what was the feedback of? On, on a single uh, session and to, yeah. uh, at least for myself, what's, what's is, uh, is this step in us? You need more time, you need more preparation. Uh, you wanna get involved uh, with me before just to have a conversation if you understand everything. Because as well, another topic, John, that maybe not always is taken in account is the language barrier. Yeah. So, uh, not everyone, uh, and, and in my experience, I have a lot of this point working from uh, South America to North, uh, Nordic countries. So there is a really different understanding of languages and really different barrier. This makes the, the interview process 
even more complex. And that's why you need sometimes to have, a, it's good to have a um, double check at the end of the interview with a, with a candidate to understand what's working good, what's working not, what is the, the expectation of the single step, what is uh, maybe if there is more needs on some aspect or uh, more time. So more interaction, another one. Yeah. Yeah. And and how do you, because I, I totally agree, because um, one thing is a language and another thing is cultural as well. Um, how, how do you go about um, trying to compensate for that? Is it, you know, how, how do you, how do you face that challenge? Um, so in terms of, I'm, I'm quite lucky because it, from a, from a cultural perspective, uh, uh, we have a top daily exchange with people coming really from a, um, really, um uh, a lot of exchange with people from different parts of the world different culture and uh and um having always the mindset that there is uh uh everything needs to have a different uh points of view on something just because of a different uh culture different uh, uh learning path and something like that so again i'm i'm totally i'm always open and and this is again coming from my previous experience asking asking the people and listening the people speaking and that makes me more comfortable understanding that maybe there are this is nothing that is wrong or or right it's just sometimes because people have a different uh, 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 culture and uh, different comes from different parts of the world so it's mm. not really related with a um with a um, uh, good or bad it's just different approach but again i'm very lucky in the company where i am because we are daily exchange with people from uh, really uh, if i think of my team it's people coming from benedict french spain italy uh so really really a lot of different points of view and that makes the strength of the of the team as well because it's a it's as well this is as well a growing part to be honest super super good and that's um a pleasure to work in that kind of environment as well no Absolutely, yeah. It's, yeah. it's brilliant. Sure. It's brilliant. Diversity is always a way to grow. In, um, absolutely, brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant and, way to grow. And I think Europe's especially cool in that respect, in the sense that you've got so many different cultures and it's so integrated and everything. It's it's nice. Absolutely, absolutely. Again, uh, it's it's always a matter of uh, of uh, having a um, transparent conversation with the people, sharing that sometimes. Sorry, but Nunia has just an understanding. Yeah. Um, so it makes the people in a more comfort zone and in a more open uh, way. I mean, and sometimes makes the difference, to be honest. Brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, one final question from my side is around, and you touched on it yourself before, Gigi, in terms of when you partner with uh, HR or with the recruiting organization. You, you know, when you look at your, so first of all, you know, when you look at your, the results of the hiring obviously impacts your business. How how much do you feel that it's your responsibility to have the process right? How much is HR? Like, what do you think about that relationship between between you and the support? Do you think you get enough support from HR? Um, how do you feel that? Uh, so I get one hundred percent support from from uh, from HR. Absolutely, uh, as I shared with you, John, before uh, in this in this. Uh, uh, experience, but also in my previous during the hiring process, there is a really real daily check, and um, and onboarding someone, it's like uh, having a good deal. You have to check in, you have to have a strategy behind, you have to understand, and, and 
again, uh, having conversations from someone that comes from HR, for me, giving give to me always the possibility to understand something more on, about the candidates. So it's really a matter to exchange your vision and getting uh, feedback from other people that have a different role, different skill, um, different approach, and really can can uh, say to you some give to you some really uh, a new vision. Sometimes you feel uh, like okay, but why this guy is sharing with me this point? Then you speak with someone else from HR and say, yeah, maybe because of that, because of this other point. Just again, you, for example, I have uh, interview. I don't know six, six people in the same times. They interview sixty, so they have really huge experience, huge yeah. knowledge. They see daily this challenge. So exchanging with them uh, the feedback it's crucial to get the right results. So. I'm uh, I'm always and totally support from uh, uh, the, the the HR. And again, basing on uh, as I shared with you in the past, coming from a company that in the past sell HR software software, I know how much human beings should be complex, and uh, you you really need the expert one. There is a uh, I mean uh, uh, I'm a uh, a good solution consultant, and I'm I'm able to do my job. Um, there is people in HR that are daily training and daily are knowledgeable and uh, daily look at these different components. As I look, for example, on new technology, for them is to look at new process, new body languages, new uh, diversity world, uh, new approach to get the people into the uh, work. What the people is looking for from the company that is totally changing in the last uh, three years. So maybe people want to have a uh, I don't know, more easy, uh, smart working uh, than more um, more related on, on objective than on the standard job. Mm. Um, if you think as well of the in terms of uh, uh, the world of works, it's totally changed. In the past, you have your job. Now it's 100% related with objective. Once you get your objective, you're done. Yeah. Uh, um, and I mean, there are different objects, but when you get your objective already delivered, you have done your job. It's not a matter of where, when uh, you are doing this. But th th <laughs> sorry, John. I, I just wanted to to say thank you so much to Gigi and also to, to say that it was so so insightful for me the um, the idea with diversity because you know it is very popular nowadays to talk Absolutely. about diversity yeah. and about inclusion. But it's actually nice to see someone who is who is not just talking but also living that value. So thank you very much. And it's complex, Isabel. It's daily, daily, it's daily job. It's daily job, daily trying to improve this uh, uh, this factor as well. Super, super. Thank you so much. Do, do you have any advice for um, the pre-sales leaders that no, are hiring? Doing amazing job, guys. I'm looking on your recording on uh, YouTube in the past. So amazing job. Let's continue to focus on that. Absolutely. We need to exchange idea. We need to get feedback from from the ground as well. Absolutely. Super. Thank you so much for, for Thanks everything. A lot, John. Thanks a lot, Isabella. Thank you.